Welcome back to the Double Knotted Podcast, a sneakers podcast for the average consumer. I'm your host, Kyle Enriquez. I'm always joined by my guy, my co-host, Anthony Torres. How are we feeling today? Anthony, Anthony. I'm, I'm pretty good, man. I am ready. I am totally ready. You know, that there was a couple of obstacles in life that we're working through, but we're, we're mm-hmm. doing good. Just persevering, pushing through. And I'm ready, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, it is Friday, so we got one day till the weekend. We made it through the week. But um, definitely, if you haven't tuned into our episode, Sneaker Mistakes, yeah. definitely tap into that because we definitely dropped some really good mistakes that I know a lot of people could make. <laughs> and then they can definitely learn from our mistakes for sure. You know, 100 percent. I had a lot of people reach out to me laughing at my my stories. But, um, you know, since since the theme of the episode was Sneaker Mistakes, of course, we did make a couple mistakes just because it happens. It's like, it's like, yep. After reviewing the audio, um, I do want to say that it was Joe Biden's granddaughter, not his niece. It was his granddaughter who wore the Sisterhood Air Jordan ones, not the court purples. So we do want to clarify that. Yeah, I mean, that's my because th- I was looking up trying to do my research and it was it was a Sisterhood one. But if you look at the picture, because, you know, there's only like three, four pictures you can see. I don't know if that's a confirmed sighting, you know, like some angles, it looked like a core purple. What I thought was that it was the, uh, you know, the equality one mid, like the mm-hmm. black and like sale colored one, which mm-hmm. I feel would have been more fitting, but sisterhood's also great. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I want to say it's a mistake, but not, not all the blame is here. Plus it is tough because she was wearing like some baggy trousers on top of the Air Jordan ones. Yeah, so it's a little bit tough. Too. Yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll be easy with ourselves on that one for sure for that one. But Torres, did we just try to get the 991s, the Padas earlier? Of course we did. Of course we did. And we got them, of course, because we're the average sneaker consumer. So, you know, any shoe that we want, we just wake up at that release date and buy it, right? Right. But I took a big fat L this morning. Yeah. A big fat L. Of course. Of course. What, what is a W? What is a W? I don't even know what that tastes like anymore. Two, two L's put together. Two L's. <laughs> <laughs> literally two l's put together but no nah, i mean I, I double messed up on that shoe I, I messed up trying to get it i messed up with, with last week they, they did the drop through powder and totally messed up with the with the time zones it said mm-hmm. uh 1300 cet so you know my, my brain was doing the 1300 math didn't pay attention to the cet part turns out stands for central european time didn't pick that one up but it happens man it happens yeah, and plus it only released at one retailer here in the states. Yeah, which was which was Concepts. I thought Kith or Extra Butter would have got them, but it was only Concepts. And clearly, I didn't win the raffle for in store. We're filming this podcast, but um, man, I wish I got them. I know retail resale right now is kind of high, like what four fifty to five hundred at most. Retail at most, but um, uh, retail is already pretty high. It's it's two hundred fifty retail. So, you know, if someone's buying it, they're out the door, probably what, like 270, 280. So, I mean, it, it makes sense, I feel. Right. Are you going to try to cop resell Torres? Um, yeah, most likely. I, I got a couple new balances on the list, so I got to get mm-hmm. through a couple, but then I'll, I'll make it there. It will, it, it will be mine eventually, you know? Okay. Okay. I can live without them. I'm going to pass on them for now. I'll pass on them. Really? Really? See, I got the, the 920, the, the pattern 920. So, you know, I feel like the, the brother needs a sister. You know, the, I need to make it the family. But uh, I, I keep pushing. It, it'll come. It'll come. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. But um, Torres, those official photos came out. I, I talk so much about official photos mm-hmm. of those trophy room ones. Did you see those photos yet? 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were like making fun of them, you know, like through Twitter, Instagram, all the channels and the, the official photos, usually you see them and they're like, wow, now I need them. Didn't didn't hit the same this time. I, I don't know. I agree. I saw the photos and the red looked like a little bit like a maroon to me. So like it was like a, a glossy maroon. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm not really feeling them. Maybe it could just be the lighting on how it was shot. But like, you know, with the glossy padded material, I'm not really a fan of that. Um, the shoe could be tough to wear, especially like if you try to break it in. Mm-hmm. So that's just my opinion. But to be honest, I'd rather have a Chicago one in the I original silhouette. I, just, I don't know how you could do that. Like this trophy room has just so much detail on it. It's literally insane. Like from the glitter to the stars to the, what, what is it? Rumor has it on the inside. Yeah. But I don't know. I really like the shoe, just the amount of detail that's in it. But I'm trying to think like, you know, Marcus Jordan, who most likely designed it, probably went to Jordan brand with all these details. He got the details. I don't know if he got the quality of the shoe though. Cause you look okay. at it and it is like a really stiff shoe, you know, to look mm-hmm. at. I, I, obviously I haven't had it in hand yet, but I just can't see that being like a soft leather material. Mm-hmm. but I, I hope to get it eventually you know yeah february 10 is the drop for that sneaker um there's not really that much detail only the official photos drop so i'm going to assume maybe like on trophy room will release i'm not sure if boutiques will get them but most likely sneakers is going to get it so it's going to be a tough release in general yeah and you know if a shoe's on sneakers then you're definitely going to get it right nope <laughs> but, you know back to the new bound side of things you saw the uh paperboy 992 I did see the Paperboy 992. Very clean sneaker. I like the little details they put in the shoe. Um, the little yellow tabs. Plus, like, throughout the sneaker, they had the little Paperboy logo. I was like, clean. Yeah, Very no, clean. I mean, it's, it's always the, the little details that get you. But, you know, I look at that shoe and I, I just see, like, you know, the Nimbus Cloud 992? Yes. I see the same exact thing, you know. But then, mm-hmm. then again, that's what New Balance is known for, just consistently dropping nice shoes. It's another yes. nice shoe, but, like, how many hints of gray do I need? So, mm-hmm. you know, I might, I might try for them. Still haven't really decided, but I'll probably uh, opt for the Nimbus Cloud over the Paperboy. I agree with you. I agree with you on that statement. But in other news and rumors, um, Off White for sale. Yes. Originally, a women's exclusive colorway is supposedly coming back in men's sizing. How do we feel about this, Torres? Uh, I think it's a big mistake. It's a big no-no. Like I, I don't, I don't know why because. You know, brands in general, I think, have been doing great, making better strides towards giving women better releases, you know, like quality releases, not just like nice shoes, but like shoes that a lot of people are wanting. So for them to finally get a shoe like that, which is the sale at off by four, which is just complete fire. And now I'll be like, hold up, hold up. Let me, let, let, let's, let's get that back real quick. Let's run it back. Like, let them have it. Let, let, let it stick to, to a woman's release, you know, make it tough for the people with bigger, bigger sizes. I just I just think it should stay how how it is. I agree with you 100%. You know, you release the sneaker as a women's sneaker, release it how it was. You know, we don't want to go backwards. We want to go forward. Exactly. You know, like we want to see, you know, it's cool. The sale was great, but then release that bread four, though. Yeah, the bread four is really nice. That one, that one. It's it's one of those like confirmed rumors for 2021. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I think it's going to be good. I think that th- that sneaker is going to be fire. Um, definitely going to be a tough release. Um, hopefully, he releases it with 10 other pairs, like with the Canary Ones and then those Futura Dunks as well. Yeah, so. those will be in the closet. Those will be in the closet. <laughs> Come on now. Those will be in the closet. I need those. I need those. 
But... Yeah, but speaking of fours, I know a big four you're looking forward to, Torres, is the lightning fours. Oh, I know you're looking forward to those. Thunder, lightning. Yeah, and no, I need that shoe. I need that shoe. That, that's the shoe that I wanted for such a long time. But, like, it was always a tough shoe to buy because, you know, the only pair was the 2006 pair. So to drop, you know, it's very limited rare shoe. So to drop that amount of money on it for it, you know, to just crumble in seconds, couldn't do it. So now I can finally get that opportunity to purchase it for a new pair. I'm down for it. Solid, solid. I'm passing on that release. It's a little bit too loud for me, even mm -hmm. though I love the Air Jordan 4. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pass on it. It's a little bit too loud. Kind of near my taste is that Air Jordan 1 neutral gray, though. The neutral gray. That's a nice one. Very classic as a, you know, Kyle ops towards. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But um, that 85 cut looks nice. And I heard and it's I don't I think it's confirmed that it's 2300 no, 23,000 pairs are going to be made. I don't know. I feel like there's been so much controversy on the number. Like sometimes I hear it's definitely 23 and the other times, oh, wait, they lied. It's not 23. Like same thing. It was supposed to come with the dust bag, supposed to come with that retro card. I don't know if they're doing that anymore. It's, mm. it's, it's very up in the air. So why do you, and this is just a question to throw out there. Why do you think brands just throw out the quantity numbers out there? I don't Well, initially it was supposed to be numbered, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I guess that's the reason for it, but more so, I just wish they don't do the dust bag, don't do the retro card. So instead of putting the money into that, put it into making a more quality shoe. I agree. Uh, because the, the retail is on that 200, I believe. Uh, about 200, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's up there. So, you know. Uh, yeah. Give me the like sneaker. Give me the sneaker with like a, a like good quality and also the OG boxing. You got me sold on it. Yeah. But I mean, it, it makes sense. If you're going to do bump up the retail price. Like, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of infrared 90s. Let's get off topic a little bit. But they did really good. Bumped up the retail price. But it came with that card. Came with the correct box. The shoe was done right. You know, yep. that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Nike, any brand out there. We just want quality shoes. We just want it done right. That's the biggest thing. We just want it done right. Exactly. Is there a right way to do it? Not going <laughs> to just hint at anything. Mm. Just yet. Might be hinting at something, but nothing yet. Keep that phrase in the, the back pocket. But, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, but Torres, this past weekend we actually joined a community, Soul Savvy. Yes, it's can it's you great. can you let the can you let the uh, the listeners know what Soul Savvy is and why we joined it? Oh, Soul Savvy is great. It's really just they, they sort of like I want to say train, but like they, they teach you different method methods to acquire more shoes because you know as you know we don't get shoes for retail and it's extremely difficult between bots, these raffles with 7 trillion aunts, uncles, grandmother, grandmothers entering. So, you know, it, it's sort of like a one-stop shop to teach you different techniques, how to beat the bots online. You know, I've only got to test it out with the pattern 991. Didn't work out, but you know, it gave me some hope, gave me some hope. I can get quicker next time, but no, it, it's really nice. And the big thing is the community aspect of it. Yes, I love the community aspect. Actually, there's like a tab where it's like, what did you wear today? And then like people would post like straight on foot pictures, unedited what they wore. Like I remember like 2013, 2014 Instagram, like you just take like the over over um, foot shot of your sneakers. And then they were like, yo, I'm rocking bronze today. And like people would show love that you're rocking bronze. Like I, I participated in the community. I was rocking the union ones and everyone loved it. And then Torres decided to put a, nice comment on that on that photo <laughs> would you put torres no i just i just had a i, I called it like i see I, I saw it you know but no it, it was a great shoe great shoe 
Yeah, but it's cool. Like I'm having a good time with the community. Everyone's really engaged and everyone has the same goal in mind, which is to not pay resale for sneakers. Yeah. And no, one of the best things is that it's made for sneaker people. Like if they even suspect that you're a reseller, like, cause I, I know the, one of the owners was telling a story on how somebody had like a fishy Instagram, not Instagram, mm -hmm. um, email, email, or, email. Yeah. It was like, it was something weird. So he looked into his Instagram, found out that he owns a consignment shop, kicked him right out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he, he, he's, he's really trying to change like the, the, the culture of acquiring sneakers, which is really cool. It's really cool. Yeah, but I'm um, definitely check it out. You know, we're going to update you guys, you know, throughout the different sneakers we pick up through this service. And hey, if it's something that you're interested in, definitely you know, like let us know, shoot us a DM, and then we'll give you some information and some insight on it for sure. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. 100%. It's something to, it's something to think about. But, okay. Um, building Ready to get into it, Torres? Yeah, 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 totally. Totally. Did I cut you off? What were you going to say, Torres? I mean, it's whatever. It happens. It happens. No, talk to me. Tell me. It's okay. So Tell me. What's right going now, on? what we're about to break down is we were talking about it to make an episode about collection building. But okay. it's such a broad topic. So many different stories, so many tips, so many tricks. Decided to break it into a three-part series. Today yep. is part number one. Collection mm -hmm. building. Is there a right way? So, is know, there a right way, Torres? Is, is there a right way? I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, we can find out by the end of this episode. I hope so, too. But yeah, just to get a... started, just to get started with it, mm -hmm. um, definitely the first part of buying sneakers or starting collection is figuring out what to buy. Right, Torres? Yeah, first part of buying shoes is actually buying shoes. You know, <laughs> you know and I think people think it's like the easiest concept to do that. Yeah, it's not. It's really not. No, buying the right shoe for the right reasons is a difficult thing to do. Mm -hmm. Now, my thing is this, when you first start your collection, you kind of go one of two routes. Uh -huh. You can either go the route of you walk into your local foot locker, foot action boutique, and you just get intrigued by everything. Like the you're the shop. kid in the candy shop, kid in the candy like shop. Torres, kid in the candy right. shop. You're <laughs> like, yo, I need that sneaker because it's blue. I need that sneaker because it's green. So you're, it's accumulating. Like, you know, you're getting your collection ready, but then months later pass on or even years and you're like, yo, why did I even buy this shoe? Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't me. Like I wore it five times and that's not even me. And then like later on, you're like, oh, I got to figure out like more what's tailored to my taste. That's pathway number one. Pathway number two is you got to do your research. So, for example, like you go on social media, you know, what I mean, you see a pair of sneakers that you're like and you're like, yo, what are those? And then, you know, you do like a new a nice little uh, Google uh, reverse search. You mm -hmm. put the photo inside of Google and you're like, oh, those are the Air Jordan one uh, breads or Chicago's. And I then know. like you do your research about you it. Show me how to do that. How to do that. I got like, you. Google reverse search. That sounds. I got you. Cool. <laughs> but... I got you. I learned I learned that on Catfish on MTV, the TV show. Oh, my gosh. Somebody <laughs> get this man. Oh my god, somebody get this man. No, just to build up what you were saying before, with when you that that part one, when, when you go into the shoe and you sort of buy what you like, that's and just like I'm saying, buy what you like, you're gonna hear you're gonna hear us say that at least three thousand times this episode. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that's a great thing to do though, be that kid in the candy shop. Cause you know, when when you're like new to shoes, you know, sometimes when you when you get like knowledgeable to an extent you're just thinking about too many factors on how to make the correct purchase but if you if you can you know like i, I know like when you're new to it 
you just buy shoes what you like. You have the ability to just buy a shoe on the face value of it because you like it because it's green, because you like it because it's pink. And that's that's a fun thing to do, just buying what you like. So I, I do like that. And at the same time, with the research pathway of it, you want to make sure you're doing the right research. You know, because you definitely don't want to like just look at somebody else. You know, there's always a lot of uh, talk. You know, you're only wearing that because like Travis Scott wore it or, or something yep. like that. But it's the same thing for a lot of celebrities, a lot of influencers. Like if you are doing research, you want to pick and pull, see what you like to help build your own narrative and what you want to buy. You know, you don't want to just do what you see. So which sort of goes on the next topic of your motives for buying shoes, which is either building your own collection or looking for like acceptance, whether that be by other sneaker people or by, you know, the social community in general. Right. One thing I do want to add with this topic uh, specifically is that buy what you like, and we're going to keep saying this, buy what you like, what you like. and yeah. don't let people influence you that you need certain pairs in your collection to prove that you're in the sneaker community or you're like quote unquote a sneaker head or a sneaker enthusiast um my best example is like oh somebody's shaming you because you don't have a pair of bread ones like come on man bread ones are a staple like yeah. maybe you don't like bread ones or maybe like you don't like the bread 11s uh-huh yeah you know same thing i remember i used to i used to work at a shoe store and kyle came in to get the bread 11s during that release and someone mm -hmm. even said can you believe this guy ant like he's not getting the bread 11s and he wants to say he's into shoes. And then Kyle, you know, you have my back. And he's like, mm -hmm. he doesn't like the shoe. Like it's not worth it for him. So what was the issue? And it's just simple as that. Yeah. Going off of that, basically saying like, why don't you like the shoe because of like the historical factor? Like he doesn't like it. Like maybe it looks too big on his feet. Maybe Let's he just, just bought that shoe. I, I yes. like it. I like the bread 11. If anyone okay. wants to give me a bread 11, I'll be totally fine with that. But it's just retail <laughs> price. Yes. Yes, I agree. The price was about 240 with tax. Yeah, no, it's up there. And with that money, he could have bought other pairs that he yeah. was actually gunning for exactly. at the time. So, you know, Torres knew what he was into. Like, he knows his style. And he knew that that 240 can go a long way other, you know, with other shoes and other brands. Mm -hmm. So don't shame somebody because they don't have a certain sneaker. Like my collection is my collection for a reason. Torres's collection is his collection for a reason as well. Like, yeah, well, yeah I mean, just another oh, no. thing, just in terms okay, of go that, ahead, go ahead. is like, you know, not to shame people, don't, don't feel shame at all or feel any type of way because you can show appreciation for the history of a shoe. It doesn't have to be through purchasing it. You know, oh, you, you 100%. still like the Bread 11 for what Michael Jordan did in it. Same thing with the Chicago 1. Same thing with what, you know, the re the regular white and red Air Max 1 did for the sneaker community. Like, mm -hmm. you can appreciate it. Just that doesn't mean you have to buy it. Exactly. Knowledge is power. Just remember that. Knowledge yeah. is power. Even exactly. though you don't owe this, like, own the sneaker physically, if you can see somebody who's wearing it, and you're like, yo, I like those shoes. I remember when those dropped, like they, there were X amount of pairs or like I like the little details within the shoe. I'll be like, whoa, this kid knows his like sneakers. I want to talk to him. I want to know what he's about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's the best thing. Then, conversations. It's the best thing. Right. No, 100 percent. Like sneaker conversations are good because like I met my like good friends through sneaker like collecting and also just based on knowledge just going up to them and just being like yo how'd you get those yeah like those were like stupid limited i can't, I can't even get them. Though, you know what i mean <laughs> i know what, what you mean, mean? How, you get those? how you get those no nah, i feel you but, but no, go the, ahead man the shoe community it's it's a difficult place especially you know to find 
wh- wh- where your calling is through through your own lens. But it mm-hmm. sort of goes into the next topic of when, when you're looking around for shoes, are certain shoes off limits? All right, I'm going to go 50-50. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go say yes, I'm going to say no, 50-50. I think as the average consumer, we're all on the same playing field because we have to get our shoes the same way. You know, mm-hmm. it's either through raffle, it's either through luck of chance on the sneakers app, or worst comes to worst, we're paying resale. So we're on the same playing field. But my thing is this, and I'll use this sneaker that you have, towards the sneaker you love is the Grinch 6. Hey, great shoe, great shoe, great shoe. Great sneaker. Great. And I know a lot of people were upset they couldn't get a pair. And I know the people who were getting upset were either Kobe fans. They were people who balled in the Grinch 6 growing up. And they just couldn't get the pair. And they lost to people who have never even heard of Kobe Bryant or people who've never balled before. So then they're forced to pay the resale price. So my opinion is that, like, I think that those type of people should recognize the importance of the shoe and let the people who actually want to get it for sentimental and to hoop in it. Yeah, I mean, it's also like a double-edged sword, though, just because of what sneakers is right now. And that's sort of like a business and sneakers have turned into a form of currency, essentially. So, mm-hmm. like, I'd love to be, like, I wish resellers could just sit out that Kobe 6 Grinch launch. But, like, at the same time, I wouldn't have my pair if it wasn't for another reseller. So, right. it, it's it's just, it's it's a tough line to walk because, you know, people are getting their money through it. And, like, I can't knock them because, like, I'm sure just buying shoes all day is a lot more fun than sitting in a cubicle somewhere. So, mm-hmm. I, like I, I'd like to be like nah, but I can't because it it draws the parallel of like a quick little, you know, diagram, which is when the SBs and Dunks like sort of went through that reemergence. Right. Like, I was never big into SBs or Dunks. Like I, I knew a couple here and there, and that was it. But I was never really appreciated the culture for it. And I won't lie, like what really ignited that was when Travis Scott started wearing them. And that's the Travis started. effect. The Travis effect. Like, it's a real thing. It literally is a real thing. He puts something on. It's pew, similar to what Kanye used to do. I feel like he has it still, I, but not as strong. It's, fu- it's funny you mentioned that because Kanye is kind of like, like the Travis Scott effect was like the Kanye effect when I was growing up. Yeah. Because I have a pair of sneakers. I don't know if you remember these, the white flyknit trainers. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. Of course, of course. He yeah. wore those sneakers like all the time. Wow. And then the bread ones he wore a lot before he made like the Yeezy sneakers. And there was just so much hype around that Flyknit sneaker. And everyone was like, yo, yo, Kyle is just a Flyknit trainer. I'm like, yo, nah, Kanye wore this <laughs> shoe, bro. Yeah, no, I mean, but no, I that. love that shoe. He did that. But I feel like he did the same thing with the Ultra Boost, that all white oh. pair, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Same mm-hmm. exact thing. So, I mean, this this thing is it's it's like a real tangible thing almost. But um, just staying with that, so like Travis wearing them and making the SBs and Dunks mainstream again sort of allowed me to enter that world and become knowledgeable about, you know, su- such such a, a different path that I didn't even know existed. So like now mm-hmm. I have such appreciation for the SBs and Dunks, but like I do get it from the other side of like collectors who have been there waiting on the Supreme Lines, you know, on Nike Talk, hustling and bustling to make these trades. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, this isn't this isn't your culture. Get out. You know, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense. But like, at the same time, I have to be appreciative because I wouldn't have known any of this if it wasn't for that. You know what I mean? Right now, Travis Scott definitely opened, you know, the floodgates 
for a Nike SB in today's current culture. You know, yeah. if it wasn't for him to wear like archival pieces, like, you know, like the Stussy SB or um, just other dunks that were like people don't even know about. And like for them to be researching like, oh, yo, what is Travis wearing today? Oh, whoa, those are six. St Stussy did that because yeah. then people nowadays only thought that they would do this. Um, was it the spirit in the spirit on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so somebody new to the game probably was like, yo, Stussy did the Spyrodon. But then you find out later on that you're like, yo, wait, they did an SB and Travis is rocking it. So mm -hmm. it definitely introduces people to sneakers that are older or archival. So it's pretty cool. Like, I can't front about it. It's just I hate the resale prices. Yeah, it's the crazy. The like, I knew somebody that bought the Mama Bear SB, the, the mid top, for like 150 Right now, it's going for like seven, $800. So like crazy. And it's crazy because it was like maybe like a year ago or something like that, like a couple months in a year. So mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like back in the day, I feel like the galaxies, the phone posits, that was a thousand dollar shoe. The easy ones, thousand dollar shoe. Like you could count how many thousand dollar shoes there were on one hand. Now, mm -hmm. every week, every other week, you got something dropping. That's like nine thousand, you know, around there. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, no, Travis, I guess shout out to Travis, though, but. One thing I do want to get on topic, though, for Torres is hype. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people who are into sneakers, I'm included as well, fall victim to the hype, meaning that you get so caught up on a certain pair of sneakers that like you're so caught up, but then they're not really the best shoes. Mm -hmm. And like you're just like later you cop them and you're like, yo, why did I cop these? It was just because people were like hyping it up or like news outlets kept talking about it. And then once you got it, you're like, why did I buy these? Like, what's the purpose of them? Yeah, no, 100 percent. But like. It is it, it is tough, especially right now, like it's a certain wave of like whenever there's a new release, it's everywhere. You know, like mm -hmm. almost every influencer on your feed is going to have it on. So like that automatically tells your brain, I need it. I need it right now. You know, yep. whether it be like fragment threes, the J Balvin ones, stuff like that. Yep. One thing I was thinking about too is like, and I asked myself this question is like, how can, how could I make a collection that is not generated off of hype? And like, I thought of like a couple steps, mm -hmm. like number one is definitely like limit yourself on social media because like, once you go on like Instagram, like you're going to see it, like it's going to be on your feed. It's going to be on um, like your, like your related videos that you see, like it's all going to be there. Yeah. What I used to do growing up, I know it's not going to work now, is that I used to go to the boutiques in the city, like, you know, Kith, Extra Butter, or any shoe, uh, shoe shop. And I would just walk around without even asking, like, what the shoes were. And, like, I would just pick up different shoes, like, like Diodoras, New Balances, Asics. And I'll be like, yo, the construction's actually really fire. Yeah, and no, then, like, that would... Those shoes are crazy. Absolute mm -hmm. craziness. The, the stories yep. that they tell, the quality, oh, it's amazing. Yeah. So that's what I used to do when I was younger. And then like, yeah, I knew what Nike and Adidas were, you know, putting out, but I didn't know about these other brands. Mm -hmm. um, I do. Can I dive into a story real quick, Torres? Of course. Let's see what you got. Come on now. Um, this is deriving back from like our first step with the with the research. Mm -hmm. I'm very big on research. So do you know um, the moccasins, Torres, like the sneaker moccasins? Uh, no. No. OK. So there is a brand. It's called Visvum, right? Oh, they yes, made, yes, 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 mm -hmm. yes, yes, yes. Yep. I remember seeing they them made... on the Nice King Celebrity Sneaker Soccer. And then yes. you have like different different celebrities wearing them. But yeah, yes. no, I love that shoe. 
And when I was in college, like, of course, I'm on the college diet. Like, I have no money to buy these type of things. But I didn't know that they were called Visdoms back in the day. So the one person that I saw wearing them was John Mayer. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I, yeah. I was like, I was like looking on the internet. I'm like, yo, this is bothering me. I'm like, John Mayer moccasin boot sneaker in Google. And then like Tumblr was actually the one that helped me out because they had like a thread of like, um, I think it was called like Visdom FBT Boys. And it just had pictures of people wearing the boots. So I thought that was one of the coolest things, but it's a $900 boot. I have it in my collection now. I got it on a really good like discount. But um, the moral of the story is, is that like, don't be afraid to like, go out of what people think is great. And what's what hype is promoting. Definitely just go your own route. Quick timeout. That shoe goes for $900. Yes, it goes for $900. Towards. Wow. I honestly thought that was like a like a similar to a wallaby. You could just pick it up in the store whenever you wanted. Dude, that the detail on the shoe is just really fire. And the construction is like really nice. And it has a nice um vibranium sole vibrant like what is is that what the black pants no, no, no 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 that's <laughs> not from wakanda it's not from wakanda <laughs> if i'm not mistaken that is vibranium right no it's a vibram soul a vibram you said vibranium. vibram you no said it's not vibranium you said vibranium if you're listening right now hit that like 30 second rewind he said vibranium Oh my God! Stop throwing me in the bus, Torres. Hey, I'm sorry. I, I got. I got to keep you honest. You know, it's it's, it's my job. But uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I feel like all right. So based off of that, with hype, you know, mm-hmm. like you look at that shoe. Do, do you see that shoe as being a $900 shoe, or like is it is it more so what you see around with people wearing it? You know what it is. I don't think it's a $900 shoe. I think that at the time when I saw it the market didn't have that sneaker. So that's why, or, or boot, however you want to classify it. So like, I thought that the, that would be the standard would be $900 for that type of style. So would you say that purchase was generated by hype? Um, I'd say 50, 50, because I actually generally like the sneaker. Like uh-huh. I did research on the brand. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I looked at so many different pictures on how to style them. Like, I'm not just going to buy the shoe and mm-hmm. be like, yo, I'm going to throw them on with sweatpants, which you could. But then like, you know, I, I did my research to see if my personal style actually fit well with the boot. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, I didn't buy them for $900. I did get them on discount. Um, shout out to end clothing. They always have um, sales a year end sales like mm-hmm. end of season stuff yeah. i actually got them for 360 bucks oh shoot all right bargains bargains hashtag double knotted steals um <laughs> no nah, i mean based off of that it's like i know a shoe right now i'm having a turtle battle with is the jow 992 so like Ooh. i look at it right and i just see this shoe is amazing this shoe is absolutely amazing but then i'm like eh, why why do you think it's amazing and i can't help but just be like you know the, the moss green color Yes. Like, I just can't help be like, yo, th- that's a green shoe. Like, what is so good about it? You know, mm-hmm. the gray, I do like that brown a lot. It, I could see the texture in it. I like that one. I could sort of defend that purchase. But for like the green one, I love it. But it's like, yeah, it's just a green shoe. I could go, I could go to the finish line and buy that right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's just like, is that, is that all hype? Is like, is that, is that what's happening right now inside? First and foremost, I'm going to I'm going to say this because Torres threw me under the bus about the vibranium comment. Uh-oh. I remember when I DM'd you about a New Balance 2002 R. It was the same colorway as the Jound. And you were like, no, I'm picking the Jound. 
And I was like, it's the same shoe. It's the same color. Yeah. Why are you picking the jound? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this just happened. Yeah, yeah. It just happened. So I was like, yeah, I get it. The jound is a very nice shoe. And keep in mind, I will have both pairs by the end of the year as well, Torres. We could race. But I'm just throwing that on the table. We could race. First one to get it wins. I'm just saying. Sure. Okay. I'll buy you dinner if you get both pairs first. All right. Are you, are you serious? We can make that bet. I don't mind. Bro, I'm crazy. I'll go on my phone right now. <laughs> well, I have to recuperate from this purchase, from this recent purchase I made. So I got to lay low for a little bit. Did we talk about the purchase? No, we didn't. All right. So for the listeners <laughs> quick time out. who are quick tuning time in, out. quick timeout, quick timeout. Sorry to get sidetracked, but um, I just re- recently purchased a grail of mine. Mm. I've been <laughs> wanting this sneaker for a very long time. And, oh, man, I finally found it in my size. It's very difficult to find the sneaker in my size. Just throwing that out there at a decent price and good condition. So currently right now, it's being verified. So I hope it passes verification. It will be here next week. So please leave us uh, a rating and a review on Apple and take a guess in what sneaker it is. Torres knows what it is. Don't give him clues, though. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I won't. I won't. I won't. But no, I mean, this guy trying to like legit check him through pictures is the funniest thing in the world. You like that third stitch, I feel like is a quarter milliliter, quarter milliliter, quarter millimeter. Too long. My bad. You know, my bad. Hey, man, if the shoe costs X amount of dollars, yeah, yeah, I'm going to exactly check right. every single part of that yeah. sneaker. But that also comes back to the research. 100% do your research. But um, do the research. Okay. We did get a little sidetrack right there. But we did. We're talking about sneakers and hype. So mm-hmm. I'd love to just say that I don't pay attention to hype at all, but that would be a blatant lie. A Correct. Blatant lie. I'm not going to lie. A great example, the Union 4. I remember walking around Roosevelt Field Mall. I was there, and then Union 4 drops, drops images, first, first look of the Union 4. So I'm like, oh, my God, Jordan 4? I love the one that they did. Let's see what it is. I literally said out loud, what the heck is this? Because I thought it was like a Team Jordan. I'm not going to lie. Kyle will let you know 100,000 times. He liked the shoe from the jump. I love that shoe. Like the shoe I the love that sneaker. Yeah, and I remember texting you, and I was like, what did they just do? And you were like, what do you mean? The shoe's amazing. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, I don't know. I feel like I, that's a Team Jordan right there. But but my thing, Torres, is isn't the guava in your collection right now? Guava's in the collection. Off, New- Off Noir is in the collection. Come on now. Yeah, so... You know, is that generated off a of hype? Well, the thing is, it's such a good shoe, though. It's so comfortable. It's yep. so comfortable. I love the, what they did with the tongue. I know a lot of people are flipping it up, but mm-hmm. that like that that half tongue that they have, folded tongue, is mm-hmm. amazing. Like especially in how I like to wear my shoes because I don't like high tops that much. Shoes amazing, amazing, mm-hmm. and the material that they use that guava ice color is just like mm-hmm. so easy to get dirty. Very delicate color, but. Yes. Um, Back to what I was saying, my bad. So in terms of hype, right? I know something that I do is I like, as I was saying before, sneaker conversations is one of my favorite things to do. I can talk about shoes for hours. Like if you ever hung out with me, you're like you'll probably get tired of it. It's the only thing I'll talk about. And then once we move on and be like, yo, look at this picture, you're fire, right? But um, <laughs> like in terms of like every day, like say if I'm at a grocery store, right? And somebody's got on the, the Jown Reebok Club C. So like Epic React is one of my favorite shoes. So now mm-hmm. I could be wearing that and I could be like, yo, I love those club C's you got real nice. You know, that person might just be like, oh, word, thank you. Move on. But like 
if I'm wearing, say, the Salehi Bembry 2002R Peace Be the Journey, and I'm like, I like your shoes, then it's like, oh, word, I like your shoes too. Clearly, you know, we're, like, we're both knowledgeable in some point. So, like, it, it's it's a sad thing, but a lot of the times when you're wearing, like, a certain shoe, it's sort of, like, puts into another person's mind, oh, this person's credible to have, like, a secret conversation with. Yeah, I agree with that statement 100%. Like, even if it's people who aren't into sneakers, if they see something like, we'll do a Salehi Bembry uh, 2002R piece of the journey, it's such a loud sneaker. And it's more of like, a, if you know, you know, type thing. But if you wear those shoe around people, and you're they are not sneaker people, they're like, whoa, that shoe is crazy. What are those? And then you could then start talking about the shoe. And then, hey, that could lead to like you building a relationship with that person. Mm -hmm. Or in my case, like I've got a lot of photography jobs through that. They'll look at my shoes and be like, yeah, Kyle always got nice shoes on. Like I always ask Kyle what he's got on because I know he knows what's hot and he knows like what's coming out. So it's a plus to have those type of shoes in your collection. But also when you have those in your collection, just make sure that one, you know what you're wearing. And number two, it's fit for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, that's one of the best things too, when you're wearing a shoe that's like optically appealing and then it's like, oh word, you like it? This is what means that. And then you, you like sort of break down the shoe tells a whole story. It's like, mm -hmm. what? That is literally amazing. But, yeah, um, but transitioning off of hype though, Torres, did you yeah. see Russ Bankston's tweet a couple of weeks ago? Of course I saw it. We almost fought it. We almost fought about it. <laughs> hey, we're still fighting about it. But um, for those who don't know, Russ Bankston, OG, um, OG in the sneaker community, OG in the sneaker game. He's like currently doing sales on his Instagram of like heat. Yeah, no, he's he's killing. He's got, yo, he's got the macchiato Diodorus. Oh my gosh, if those were my size. Oh my I gosh. I just look at I the know. I talked to him and I said, yo, bro, if you if your huffs were a size 10 and a half, those would have been mine already. He was like, Yeah, man, I got no 10 and a half, only size 10 and nine and a half. I was like, Oh my God. But um, shout out to Russ Bankston, though. He's somebody that I look up to mm -hmm. um within sneaker media. If you don't know his body of work, definitely just Google Russ Bankston. You'll probably see it with like Slam magazine and yeah, him nice. with um Allen Iverson. Uh, riding around New York City for the day. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Sorry, but I mean, yeah, he's so, one of those people when when you hear him speak, like, just pay attention because mm -hmm. he's dropping gold the entire time. Like, yeah. Give us a preface of what the tweet was, Torres. What was the tweet again? So I believe it was ah, I want to say like BR kicks or something like that. Nice kicks, maybe. And it was, does your collection have this much heat? So then, mm -hmm. like, obviously, you know, me and Kyle, we zoom in a little bit, see see what we're, we're working with. And it's a lot of newer releases, a lot of unworn shoes, you know, as new as like the Raygun Air Forces, which dropped a week, maybe two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like almost everything was unworn, untouched. Some could say they were cleaned. Who knows? It's a debate. But then Russ mm -hmm. Bankston tweets, this isn't a senior collection. It's a stock room. Right. Right. And I agree with that statement because... Like what Torres said, the shoes that were in that picture, they were all brand new releases. It looks like that they just plopped them on the floor, wanted to take a picture for the gram and be like, yo, look at my collection. When I think of the word collection, I think of a reflection of myself. Mm -hmm. I think of sneakers that have been worn, uh, sneakers that are of different brands, not just one type of brand, but like different types of silhouettes, different types of shoes that have different purposes. Like I have like a collection of running shoes that I do strictly for running. I have a pair of sneakers for more lifestyle. So it's different types. But in that picture, I just felt like 
it was like, oh, I got $500. I'm going to go to Foot Locker, Foot Action, and I'm just going to buy stuff off the shelf and then plop it, you know, on a shelf mm-hmm. and on the floor and just, you know, take a picture for the gram and show that I have new stuff, which don't get me wrong. New stuff is cool. Like, I love getting the 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 best feeling in the world is getting a new pair of sneakers. And then once you unlace them and you, you know, relace them to like your, your quarter of your foot, I think that's one of the best feelings, but it just doesn't look like a collection for me. And I have to agree that it looks more like a stock room, like just go in the back and pull your pairs. But my what do you thing, think about that Torres? Yeah. I, I look at the picture and like, I just can't help but think like, I look at my collection, right? I, I definitely feel very passionate about my collection. You know, I have that like sickness where every time I look at my collection, I'm just pissed off that I don't have more, but you know, it's like, what, what, what more do you need? Like to consider it a collection? I get it. Some of them were new, but like at the same time, we can't fact check that. Like I know some of them were laced up. Granted, they looked brand new, but they were laced up. You know, like I, I did do, do some research, a lot of zooming in. The oldest shoe the person probably had was like the Silver Bullet 97, which, you know, it's it's a shoe, like, especially if you're into sneaker history, is loaded with that. You know, it, it's what's mm-hmm. the gateway for so much. So it, it's just I look at that and I'm just like, what more do you need? Like, especially mm-hmm. with new releases, I know I like new releases just because just like that Lightning 4, I can't buy that because I'm going to drop a ton of money wear it three times and it's not going to be able to be worn again so right. like I-, I can't hate on someone just because they're buying new releases like it's all it's logical because you know shoes they have lives and expiration dates so mm-hmm. you know I-, I can't i can't i can't be mad you know what i mean yeah but like what i said you know it's based off assumption you know it was a, just a picture off of social media but um you know it was just all brand new stuff and like it just looked like more of a stock room like say for example like a lot of the um like I could have went in the back and pulled a lot of those pairs. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't seem sentimental to me, if that makes sense. Like it didn't, it didn't seem sentimental to me and the pairs, like I couldn't like relate to it. Like that's another thing too. Like the collection has to relate to you, right Torres? Yeah. I mean, you wanted to tell that story, but like just another thing, I'm just defending this person. My bad, but. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, look, I, I don't know if it's just me, but like, I, so like I, I could turn back the clock. I'll go back to like 2015. I personally feel 2015, I could pick maybe less than 10 less than five shoes that i would want to go back in time and get you know because i honestly could just get them now whether it be gold or another vehicle but right now i personally feel that brands are just killing it you know like we're into new balance almost every drop they do is just fire complete mm-hmm. fire mm-hmm. So, same thing like i know a lot of people like with the sbs and the dunks i look at them and the, the shoes that are coming out are crazy like, yeah, you had the three bears back in the day, but that's a real old shoe. Now we got the Grateful Deads. And that material is insane. I can say mm-hmm. it time and time and again, that strange love, mess with it. You, you Like, you can't do better than that. It's that crushed red velvet. Like, if you mm-hmm. don't see it and then just want to be in, like, a loving relationship because it's a Valentine's Day shoe, like, it's it's just, like, the, the, these shoes are just, the, the newer ones, yeah, they're new releases, but they're, they're doing great jobs. They're doing mm-hmm. great jobs. So once again, you can't knock people for wanting the newer shoes. Right, right. And I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Like the brands have been killing it. Like we talk about New Balance a lot because we believe it's a it's a quality product. And mm-hmm. it is like, for example, like and I'm not I'm excluding collabs. 
general release wise, New oh. Balance is killing it. Oh, like Girl. it's no, it's no, no competition right now. Yeah. Like I love Nike. I love Nike, but New Balance right now, excluding the collabs, general releases are killing it. Yes. They're bringing back like their old silhouettes. They're adding new flavors to it. Like the 327, I really like, you know, like that primary color pack that came out. Very nice. Very nice. Very stuff. clean. Very, very nice. clean. So like, I can't get mad at the brands because the brands are stepping up. They're putting pressure now on the average consumer yeah. to be like, yo, invest in our company, invest yeah. in the products that we're producing. Not like the collabs will be there. Don't get me wrong. The collabs will be there, but it's the general product that's going to help them get over the hump and mm -hmm. new balance has that product that can yeah. definitely be on everybody's feet yeah no it's 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 just one of those things like i personally feel the new stuff is just killing it like a quick mm -hmm. example the raygun sbs so back yes. in the day they had the, the black and the white one now the newer ones came out they're the tie-dye and i feel that one tells a better story and is cooler you know, mm -hmm. I, I, I could talk about that shoe for hours. I don't want to bore anybody, but I could talk about that shoe for hours. And I feel like, 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 why would you not buy the newer one that will last longer, that tells a better mm -hmm. story than the older one? I get it. It was the first iteration, but you know what I mean? But to play, to play devil's advocate, though, Torres, a lot of the older shoes do are better than the newer ones like that are releasing now. Some quality wise, like, yeah, they are older, but then, you know, they do look better. The materials are somewhat better. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, I'm going to throw an example, a 1994 Air Jordan 1. Oh, well, I mean, you, you, why you got to pull that one out? Why you got to pull that one out? That's... <laughs> but yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, Jordan brand can keep putting out all these Air Jordan 1s. Like, uh -huh. you know what I mean? Like these other colorways out there because they know they're going to sell. But I'm more intrigued with a 1994 pair. Because but, I know the quality is there. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've tried on a 1994 in a 10 and a half. And let me tell you something, that shoe is 10 times more comfortable than any Jordan 1 you could find today. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it's it's insane. Like, it, it feels like you, there's like React in it or something. It's so comfortable. <laughs> so Which comfortable. on a sidebar, on a sidebar, I am looking for a size 10 and a half in that 1994. So if anybody can lead me <laughs> to the promised land, I will pay you a good amount but no that is one of my things like i think that's one thing i'll defend like new releases are great but then there are some sneakers that are like yo i need the older pair because i know that they won't make it how they would make it beforehand like, you know what uh, time out. i'm just gonna go on the tangent i'm gonna go on the tangent real quick go ahead Torres. Go going ahead. back to that ray gun situation so the the original ray guns are based off the roswell ray guns which was like a nike promotional team so that's where the inspiration for that shoe came from but okay. the person who pretty much started Nike SB, Sandy Bodecker, rest in peace, or, you know, some people say SB stands for Sandy, Sandy Bodecker versus skateboarding, sort of a little debate, you know. So he always wore a tie-dye Roswell Reagan's sweatshirt. That was like his go-to sweatshirt. So that's what the second shoe that came out recently is based off of. That's why it's tie-dye black, tie-dye white. After that sweatshirt, which story is cooler? Which story is cooler? To, you, you tell me. You tell me. That's a pretty cool story. I'm not gonna front. You did drop that. You did drop some game on me on that. You know what I that mean? That's a pretty cool story. Yeah. It's like, and now that, like, of course, I love tie dye. I like, you know, shoes with a lot of detail in them. And the shoe is crazy. The shoe is crazy versus the other one. Yeah, you know, the color blocking is nice. Got that little ray gun emblem, but it's just black and it's just white versus the black and gray to give that SB look where it's beaded and skated. It's it's fire. It's fire. Mm. It's fire. Mm -hmm. 
And it's like, you're going to get mad because I bought the new one versus the old one. And if I had the opportunity to buy them at the same price, I'm still buying the new one. Come on mm. now. Come on now. Okay. Like, like, okay. But you know what, though? I am proud of you, Torres, because you're buying what you like. That's the of biggest course. thing. Of course. Of course. That is the biggest thing. And that's one of the biggest emphasis that we want to talk about is that buy what you like. And we're going to keep repeating it. Buy what you like, mm -hmm. because you don't want to end up with pairs that you look down on the road and you're like, yo, these five pairs that like were priced at $200 a piece, that's $1,000. I could have got something that I actually really wanted. Granted, I won't have those five pairs and like my collection will like, you know, get smaller in like size, uh -huh. but I would rather have that one quality pair versus five pairs that I'm just like, eh, I'm not going to wear them. It's yeah, not today. I mean, that, that's, that's a big debate of quantity versus quality. So yeah, it's, which we'll get into. We'll, we'll get, get into, into that. We'll get into, we ain't got to touch on it. You know, but yeah. It's, yeah. It's, but no, we've been going off though, Torres. Um, But one last thing I will say, and I feel like we overloaded this episode with so much information. Mm -hmm. Is there really a wrong way to do this thing? I'm going to say, heck yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's by not doing it yourself, essentially. Because you want mm -hmm. the collection to be a reflection of yourself. That's it. Mm -hmm. You're going to take someone away. Take that Take that away from this episode. Because you don't want to be one of those people that Googles 2021 trendy sneakers and then buys the Syracuse and Kentucky Ducks. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. if you like them, though, if you like them, though, hey, that, that's different. You know, if you like them, if you mm -hmm. like blue, if you like orange, buy it up. But just make sure right. it's because you like it. Right. And I agree with you, Torres, 100%. Um, if you're going to take away something from this episode, be you, do you and have a collection that represents yourself. Mm -hmm. Because like, I know Torres, like if me and Torres switched collections, yeah, we have shoes that we like, and we always talk about. But then nine times out of 10, Torres will look at my collection and be like, yo, this isn't me. <laughs> or like, I can't rock a pair of Ungrateful Dead uh, Nike SBs. I'll be like, no, these are too, these are too crazy for me. But um, it's it's a matter of just doing you and being yourself like screw what people think like oh my god the shoe is too much oh the shoe you have doesn't have value yo screw that yeah. like that's out the window like do you have knowledge about the the stuff that's on your feet because that will go a longer way than actually buying something you do you do not like you know and, 100%, and don't think either like because you know you want a, a shoe with a story that like you're gonna have to spend seven thousand dollars like there are shoes right now I could go into a retail store and pick up that have amazing stories and tell th things that make it more than a shoe. So like my biggest thing is, you know, when you're doing your research, looking around, paying attention to other people's shoes, use it as inspiration and not a guideline. And that, that's, that's really like the biggest thing right there. And Facts. I agree with that. A hundred percent inspiration over copying don't copy people no copy paste no copy and paste. don't copy and paste and one thing i do want to add is this write your own story write your own story yeah man Get it like mj mj did x xyz in his jordans you can do xyz while wearing his jordans create your own story that's that's how i'm going to end it right there yeah man yeah but yo we did a lot this episode. It's a three-part series. We got to save some content for the next two. Stay tuned. But, um, stay, tuned. stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, please. But um, I'm your host, Kyle Enriquez. Anthony Torres. We'll Peace. catch you guys later. Peace. Peace.